This is Rev Thoughts, snackable conversations between Tim Thompson and myself, Joel Pilger, discussing what it really takes to run a thriving creative business. What struck my heart this week was the conversation about, is it time to quit? Like, was this, the struggle is real, the possibility is a necessity, and how do I know, should I keep on going? Um, I think the question was, should I never give up or... You know, some people are giving testimony to, no, to be honest, there's good good needs to move on or pivot or try something different or become an employee or whatever those encouragements were. So the question really, and the reality of just not being able to pay the bills, struggling with cash flow, some of us business owners are dealing with um, supporting other people and their families by having employees or adding to the benefits, trying to keep up with your employees' expenses because you're trying to give them raises while your clients are cutting things back. And I think that there's just a reality of how that pinch really feels sometimes. And this entrepreneurial journey that we're on, which, you know, whenever you got started, there was a sense of discovery and newness and, and competition that you knew you can participate in. And as time moves on and technology moves on and, you know, the seasons of the industry kind of hit uh, different different peaks and valleys. Those that vision kind of shifts for individuals, and that's what I heard specifically. Were in the responses is people relating to one another. Of yeah, this it is real. The struggle is real, and business ownership has its seasons. Sometimes what has worked in the past just isn't hitting anymore, and was once desirable from me and my studio isn't what people are looking for in the moment. And to recognize. Maybe I need to do something else isn't always the easiest thing to address as a business owner because that would mean you have to do one more thing you know, on your plate and it's already hard enough to uh, keep up with all the demands that you currently have. My days as a studio owner, right? I'm still a business owner. <laughs> Just it's very different, right? Doing what I'm doing now versus running a studio. But I did that for 20 years and I remember... It felt like about every three years, every four, there was a big enough pivot that it felt like, man, we're having to sort of reinvent kind of who we are, what we do, our offering, or the types of clients we're working for, the work we're doing. Like you said, that first time you do that, it's you're still young and you're ambitious and you're like, this is okay. This is going to be cool. This is going to be fun. But when you're 15 years in or 12 18 years in and you're pivoting for the fifth time, the sixth time, the seventh time, I don't, you know, it goes without saying, you start to wonder, really? Like, is this my lot in life? And what if I can't do it again? Because every time you do it, it's always easy to say in hindsight, oh yeah, just hang in there, just stay strong. But when you're actually living in it, it's survival. And there's nothing that says, oh, if I just hang on, it'll all work out. That's just the classic people that actually survived. They look back and they tell you, yeah, just hang in there. You'll be fine. And it's like, no, because all the people that didn't survive, they're not here right now saying they're not the ones encouraging you. Right. Right. I think there's, um, there is a, a, some, some reality to what you're painting here and that business owners, there's a, there's some simple scorecards to look at and recognize if it's working or not working for you. And okay. your entrepreneurial hat still works. You can, there are things that you can do with the needs plus resource equals solution kind of environment, but it might not be the resources you have your hands on right now. 
or you might not be able to hear the needs that the clients are looking for. And in, in, in Revolve, we're asking those questions, right? This last week in Revolve, we challenged people to think of new questions. And that, I mean, hopefully people are being challenged by that exercise because the thought of not just selling the service that you've always sold, but to listen differently in a different environment, um, you might discover something you don't like about what's, what's required and what is required of you. Um, so I think there's a reality to uh, looking at and addressing those issues. But you know, when you're 15, 16 years into it, and you don't have the savings account that you know you need to have to retire, how many more years are you going to put in to this work, this industry, before it doesn't make sense anymore? You, you, if you're just getting by, you've bought yourself a job for, for that amount of time, but the investment part of the work isn't, isn't really, you're not um, getting those gains from that investment that you're looking for. And that's when you, we have to get really, really serious about, is this the time and effort that you should be putting in to your life's work in order to get your life out of the work? And what I mean by that is everything else in life besides the job, the project, the, bud, budget, the, the budget, the bid, the t- people, the resources, all that stuff that we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Um, and I've seen some amazing people exit in a very strong way selling their business or just simply closing their business, pivoting their, themselves personally, moving on to from their small agency that they own to a very large agency, either by acquisition or simply closing and taking a job. Those are all very viable opportunities that you've worked toward. And because of your life and the time and experience that you've had in your business ownership, there's a lot of amazing um, work that you can do and value you provide to others. And we should just recognize that and ask those questions also, then should I just, how do I survive the next month? You know? Yeah. Yeah. What, and, and what is this thing, this narrative? Cause I'm thinking about this word that comes up often, right? Like I feel like a failure, right? When you're in this downturn. And I think one thing we find often inside of the community is people saying, I was scared to admit that we haven't made hardly a dollar for this entire year. And I just burned through all our savings. And then somebody else says, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Me too. And you start realizing, oh, okay, we're all on the same journey. And the, you know, the tide is this time, maybe not lifting all boats. It's lowering all boats. But isn't it interesting how much we have this built-in narrative that just says, I feel like such a failure, right? My business is failing. And I don't know, I feel like you, the words I've, hear, I've been he- hearing you say this week are looking for maybe a new, I don't know, perspective or a new way to view that season and it's, what, it's, like, what it's leading to and what it's taking you towards. It's such an unfair look at yourself, isn't it? To say, there's only two choices, success or failure. Like what a, what a horrible like, um, mechanism or measurement you have on yourself of like, either I'm succeeding or I'm failing. When in reality, we're always working against tension. There's just never a moment in life where there is not tension pushing against us and we have to push back. And all that tension does is create discovery. Um, so whenever you discover something new, 
it's an evolution. It's a time. It's an opportunity. It's it's a revolution. There's there's this revelation moment that pushes towards the new thing that you're revolving into and becoming an evolved creature or evolved company. And sometimes I feel like that tension and that discovery is telling you something different about yourself 15 years later than when you first started your business. That's a reality check, or even maybe five years after you started your business. That tension is telling you something new about yourself. And that discovery is important to listen to. I have a personal conviction that we're created for our time and our generation, right? It's our moment to steal and push through. And that tension gives us that discovery of what's really happening. And if we listen, we'll do well, regardless of how we make our revenue in business or make our income for our family. That's not the success or failure measurements we should be living by. You're reminding me of this quote that maybe some people here have heard, or maybe it's very common, but I just encountered it for the first time. So yay, Joel. But it's a Nelson Mandela quote. He said, I never lose. I either win or learn. And here's another one. This one came from James Kemp. Tim, tell me what you think of this. Does anyone agree with this statement? Failure doesn't exist. Failure is merely a judgment of our intended experience compared to what actually happened. Yeah, we live with bias in our mind of what expectations are. But I often feel like that ability to future cast becomes a curse if we are using that as the only possible outcome for our effort. When what it should be doing is opening up our mind to possibility and opportunity given ourselves the permission to pivot and change to find the reality that we can live. So sure, I wanted, I wanted a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Well, I don't even want to pay for one anymore, right? But the reality of like when you first get into something, that dream or that hope gives you a desire and an energy and an effort to discover something new. And my personal journey was by discovering that I love supporting others that were amazing, had amazing creative ability, greater than I could ever touch myself personally. So I, my journey changed and when I, in that discovery, but if it wasn't for the Hollywood Walk of Fame, I would have never shown up in Hollywood and tried to get a job to begin with, right? It's that revelation that we're actually looking for in all the work we're doing. It's the revelation we're looking for, not the outcome of expected results that we planned for that we had no control over um, as we got into it. So I can say this now because it's laughable. If I said but the, Hollywood, here, the Hollywood star is not laughable enough, Joel. <laughs> no, it is. I'm, I'm about to say everyone here, if I said, well, apparently Tim's career, right, is a failure because he didn't get his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Right. Everyone would laugh because they would say, but look at Tim's career and he's done this and that and pivot and change and all these things. But it is kind of funny how when you put it in context, but if we went back to the time when you first arrived in Hollywood and you were knocking on doors, if somebody had said, by the way, you're never going to have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, that might have been like a gut punch to you. Yeah, you're exactly right. Like if, it, if the dream wasn't there, I didn't want to have the energy or desire to park my car in Hollywood and go look for a job, which is how I got my first job. But the discovery of the people and the resources and the opportunities, I would have ever thought of producing a title sequence was even a I, you know how many people I would explain in my lifetime that the title sequence was separate from the from the film and other people made it? it it's 
you know, it's an interesting discovery as you kind of walk through your life journey. But how foolish I would have been to want to hold back all of that just for an ego boost for a second, for something that doesn't amount to very much. Funny, even just with that one idea of measurement, you know, I could walk down Hollywood Boulevard and my kid can walk next to me and the number of names they don't recognize. I mean, even right. if it's printed on the boulevard, it disappears in culture anyway, the relevance of, of that effort. But the relationships I have, the movements that are, are taking place, the ideas that come out that need to be given to others, I think that's worth living for. I will, so, so Tim, I was thinking, you know, was it yesterday that I mentioned my story about how the word failure was reframed for me personally? <laughs> yeah, because you personally had a journey of business ownership and then no longer business ownership. And I think a lot of people have heard that story, but um, for those who haven't, they, it's good for them to remind them of the day that you called me and said, hey, I want to I do something different. And the, a plan started taking place and we started asking, what are the real things that are true about Joel that need to be there? But you personally had a revelation talking to somebody that kind of reframed it for you. Yeah. And I think it's worth sharing because everyone here, I think, is going to go through this experience. Like if you're living and you're breathing, I think you'll have this experience, especially as a business owner, because after I exited my studio, right, which was a big transition, 20 years, closing that chapter, for the next two years, there was kind of this grieving process. And as I'm processing this, I remember one day I was talking to my therapist and I was talking about, you know, the 20th year when Impossible failed. And she does this whole like, wait, wait, that's interesting. Why did you say failed? And I said, because this, this, and this happened. And she says, I don't know, that's interesting. Because based on everything I've been hearing for the past, you know, 12 years about your story, I don't think I would use the word failure. I would think I would say instead that your business ran its course. And that idea completely blew me away because I sat down and realized, oh, you're right. The world changed. So many things changed that even if I could still be running that company, I wouldn't, right? Whether it was at that time or today, it ran its course. That was a season of my life. And then for those of you that know my story since then, <laughs> what's ironic is I'm happier. I'm more fulfilled. I'm more what used. What's the word, Tim? Like all the gifts I have, you were like, Hey, you've got so much more to give and offer. In if you come work with me, let's go help the whole industry. Yeah. That if I had held on so tightly to impossible, think about what wouldn't have happened. Like you and yeah. I wouldn't be sitting here. We wouldn't have this community. We wouldn't have, you know, be lifting up the whole industry. But now I realize it ran its course. And that's a big idea I wanted to share. I couldn't get a, a partner with 20 years of uh, experience without someone putting 20 years into that, right? So right. that leverage that we have from your experience to relate and to understand and to kind of know the ropes. When I talk about the seasons of the creative career, that's exactly what we're talking about, that we're actually capturing as we move along through our career, we're capturing influence or experience that we leverage forward, but it's only valuable to others. 
right? You can't, right. that 20 years experience to hold on to yourself, Joel. Sure, you could have been comfortable doing something you love. There's, you probably, not knowing it better, would have loved that as well. But the fact that you have this opportunity to share that with others creates opportunities for others to thrive as well as uh, help you thrive yourself. And that influence and that experience that you gain isn't just valuable as a consultant. There are studios that would hire you immediately to have your experience into their, into their workflow. You, you can pro- possibly even make more money. I've, I've helped business owners exit to go make more money as an employee than they would ever make as an individual because of the entrepreneurial time that they put into problem solving isn't so invaluable to another business owner who's living the entrepreneurial life to have someone to relate to and live, live through that. Or a special, there's a lot of specialties that we've had that we've developed are really, really important to certain segments and are moving into different segments to pivot out of you know, one area and move into another is just as viable as anything else. It's the opportunities that you're stealing along the way is what we want you to create. So there's a funny encouragement we have right now, and there's kind of a paradox of, you know, by quitting, you're moving forward. Or in order to move forward, you have to quit. Those two things really work together. And I, I hear some of the hope that people are giving each other in community is to recognize, no, to be honest, Sometimes this is the moment you're making a choice to let go of one part of your one part of your life and make a new part of your life. And it's funny you're reminding me of a conversation that I had with a group of individuals years ago. They had all these big goals and aspirations, and I remember saying to them, "You know, I think you're going to accomplish most all of those goals and dreams that you have. But what I've learned is it probably won't look like what you think it's going to look like." And that occurred to me right now, because if I sat down with any owner here and said, what is really your goal and your dream apart from your business? Like just put it in terms, in human terms, there might be a version that's like, oh, the way for you to accomplish that is to put it down, right? It's like, there's a, a larger meta and that doesn't mean failure. It means transition and it means change. And that's super difficult, right? And there's grief and all that goes with that. But it is interesting to think, you know, everyone here, we're all moving forward. We're all learning and growing. I think we're going to accomplish all these goals and dreams that we have, but it may not look like what we thought it was going to look like. So be prepared for that. I'll just say specifically, I know that we help people thrive in business by giving them certain tools, encouragement, we basically close the gap. That if you don't have the experience, you don't understand what it takes to close that gap. And we can close that gap or speed up the process and help people thrive in business. We help people thrive in life when we give them permission to go live their life outside of their business or let the business finance their life. It's one of the first priorities we've set with entrepreneurs is to say, why are you giving it all back to your company? The company is supposed to be providing to, for you, not you providing for your company. And these decision points are moments when you realize I'm giving way too much to this business that's giving me something back. I should recognize there's an opportunity or need here. But this career one is um, in thriving is so hard to uh, untap with business owners because of this promise that they've made to themselves of what success looks like. And we don't say, Rev Think. We help business owners succeed and business owners succeed in business life and career because success is really a thought process that leads to failure 
if you, if that is the only alternative to what your initial idea is. But thriving is possible in all situations. So thriving in business, thriving in life, thriving in career means career pivots are good, necessary. Business pivots, good and necessary. And life pivots are good and necessary. Let's lean into them. Let's recognize the moment that has come. And let's live out the moments that we've been given and in encouragement for others, right? That's how we're going to kind of get through these, these times together and make a good use of the time that we have uh, while we're here. I want to tell you about a place to connect that you might not know about. It's our online community called Rev Community. It's a great place to get to know other creative business owners like yourself, to share some thought leadership and read other encouragement, to be challenged in this new marketplace, new technology, ideas, economic trends, and it's a place to research. Check out many of the resources we have online, our videos, and of course, this podcast. Join us today at revthink.com community. If you're a creative studio owner, feel free to join us today at revthink.com slash community. I look forward to seeing you there.